Neil Petch is with us. Uh, Neil is founder and chair of the Virtue Group, has spent, uh, I believe, over the last 10 years in this region. Uh, he has established 16,500 businesses. That's the statistic that's been given to us. We will confirm that with Neil in a moment. An honor to welcome you to our JM and the AM broadcast from Dubai. Honor to be here, sir. And finally, one of my team under-exaggerates. 40,000 companies. <laughs> it's 40,000. 26 years in the region. My gosh, unbelievable. What was it like 26 years ago? I now drive like an Emirati, <laughs> which, which I can spend 10 minutes explaining what that means. Oh, is it a you. different culture of driving? It is. A, uh, driving in Dubai is, is quite something, actually, because you've got this whole range of, of people. You have English who've just arrived from England. We join a line wherever there is a line or right. a queue, as we like to call yeah, it. Right. There are um, perhaps people from the subcontinent who are a little bit timid. Then there are people like me who think I'm Emirati, so I but I've got half of the uh, culture of, of still queuing. So I think that's what Dubai is. It's a smorgasbord of everything, everything and hopefully the best things uh, uh, combined. What was it like 26 years ago? I would assume much different than what I've seen over the last couple of days. Well, the big road you can see now, you used to be able to pull U-turns on it if there wasn't a camel. Not, not there, anymore. Uh, no. there. I live on the Palm. I would be drowning uh, now because obviously that wasn't right. uh, there. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just... And incredible. I mean, it's just a massive thrill, and and uh, you know, to to be. I think when you study economy, there's going to be two chapters on Dubai, and perhaps we're making a third chapter now with what we're doing with Israel, I which would, is just I super would, exciting. I would certainly uh, venture to say that. Um, so now, th this uh, you you get here. Because you were attracted to what 26 years ago? Was it investment possibilities? Was it a, a job offer? There has to be a reason why you decided to. Absolutely. Uh, firstly, I have to say, with apologies to uh, uh, the rulers, I didn't know where Dubai was 26 <laughs> years ago. I'd lived in, in uh, a number of uh, countries in the Middle East and a lot of countries all over the world. My father was in the aviation uh, business. I was offered an opportunity to set up a, a, a company uh, here called uh, ITP. It's and that was the first time you walked into this um, country. Guess what? I, I managed, as part of my journey, to launch a radio Nice. And, and I've still survived. No wonder so. you sound so good on the air. Oh, well, thank you. I have the face for radio, right? So uh, He knows um, all the lingo. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we two of us set up a company. We grew it to 600 people, 70 magazines, back in, back in the days when people right. just read magazines. And uh, that, that was the, the start of the journey. And, and it's just constantly... What, what I learned from Dubai is, is being an entrepreneur. And in, in the short space of time that I have seen how Emiratis and, and Israelis and Jews are working together, I think we're learning again now the ability to get straight down to business. Before and, we get to the Israel piece, mm. is, is, is of the 40, 50,000, whatever the exact yeah. figure is, uh, is the majority of your business interests in one category? Are they very diverse? How would you describe them? Incredibly diverse. So when we started um, 12 years ago, VirtuZone set up 12 years ago, it was, we actually started in joint venture with uh, the ruler of one of the seven emirates, Fajira, actually, um, and we represented exclusively selling Fajira trade licenses. Fajira is, is, happens to be the emirate that is on the Indian Ocean mm. side. 
um, of the UAE. Um, it's an absolutely wonderful uh, uh, place, and and you know is is uh, uh, less uh, um, uh, leading in the, in those times than than Dubai. So they gave us that opportunity. We represented. There was a free zone in existence. Free zone for your uh, listeners is as you know. Uh, there's a whole gamut of companies that one can set up. Offshore companies right. would uh, most of them would be familiar with Delaware and the states, and and with BVI, Cayman Island, Mauritius, etc., etc. We have uh, uh, those uh, here. Then the UAE started setting up free zone companies. I think the first one was 1982. Uh, the father of Sheikh Mohammed dredged the creek, built this huge deep water port, an early sign of entrepreneurism. And then they realized that there were so many amazing businessmen here who didn't feel as if they had ownership in the, in the country give them 100% ownership of their country, give them the ability to repatriate 100% of their funds, give them, as I'm sure you've heard from Thani before me, 0% corporation tax, 0% income uh, uh, tax. That's an incentive, huh? <laughs> I didn't even know how to spell tax until about a year ago when, when we introduced uh, VAT at 5%. Right, I noticed that. So a lot less than some of the other countries who travel. Ex exactly. So um, you know, so so they realize set up a zone where you can have a hundred percent ownership, make people feel as if they can really put their roots in here. Now I think there are about sixty different free zones. They used to specialize in in particular areas. So you've got DMCC, which is is for trading and 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 uh, uh, media city for the media industry. But increasingly, a lot of the free zones are quite generalist. So an entrepreneur can choose from 60 and each has its uh, sweet spot um, uh, and and so you know it, it's 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 quite a journey tell me how august and september went for you once israel and the uae make this announcement ceremonies being planned etc uh, a company like yours is is contacted by many or you're reaching out to others what what happens at that point to try to bring together some of those israeli companies with who you know here in the uae well, you're doing the, the Israel UAE Business Council a disservice because obviously we'd planned this a long time before. <laughs> <laughs> you think that everything just fell into place. No, I mean, look, we follow, um, Google is incredibly important uh, uh, for us and, and we as a company monitor uh, the searches. So when people are, are searching, for example, company formation, Dubai, uh, business setup, Dubai. So we're following that internationally. We've seen for quite some time. That I can has, imagine. Has that must have increased like crazy. Exactly. But there was already right. quite a large part of interest. So, you know, we had reached out to the council and, and as, 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 as you know, uh, uh, they have uh, tremendous resources. And one of the most important things um, when you're stepping into a foreign uh, country is trust, is feeling safe. Um, the UAE has, uh, for you know, just about to celebrate 50 years of, of existence, and for all of that time, it is it has had little resource. It's had to try harder. It's had to establish itself as an easy place to do business and and to work with lots of different cultures and and so on and so on. So this was replicated again uh, uh, here with with open arms. And uh, one of one of your team was asking me, for example, about setting up a bank account. Right. And it's you know it it is amazing that there's almost a red carpet rolled out at the moment because we want to remove um, the stereotype that you might expect and people are so honestly you know I've been here 26 years and in, in my business I was always selling to people I was a publisher I was trying to sell them advertising in the magazines now in 
back in New York or in London, that meant we had to take you for lunch and persuade you here. No <laughs> chance. It's the other way around. It's my home. I'm going to look after you. So that, that thing to be a host is, is incredibly We've been important. feeling that hospitality here, by the way, yeah, on a different it, level. It puts on the calories. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It? <laughs> and just the friendliness and the generosity, yeah. that whole attitude is something that, you know, New York may be nice, but it's it, it certainly doesn't have the level of... Uh, of uh, cooperation, you do have better bagels. <laughs> that's currently, one, that's one thing that we can we can still take pride in. Um, so now, on the and Neil Patch is with us on the Israel piece, uh, and I don't mean P E A C E. I mean the whole piece that uh, uh, that now has been introduced into the business world. Uh, is it only going to be tech companies that people here are looking at? Are there other investment opportunities? What What do you think is going to happen business-wise that this corridor has now been opened officially? Well, firstly, I think there's two categories of, of people. There are those that want to come and set up to actually um, uh, conduct their business in the UAE, and I'll break that down in a second. Um, the, the second uh, category, which I think is amazingly important, is Israelis who are structuring their global business, who previously I believe corporation tax there is 70% or something like it's that. It's high. 70, zero. Do Big the, difference. Do the math. We say maths in England, but do the math. So obviously there's a lot of people who might previously have been using Cyprus, Malta, Gibraltar right. to structure their companies. Well, with the deepest of respect to wonderful, lovely Cyprus, look at the buildings you've got here. Look at, you know, this, this is more is in the way that Israelis roll, in, in my opinion. And Dubai's been planning to make itself attractive uh, uh, for a couple of years. And when it plans to do something, it executes it brilliantly. On steroids. Exactly. <laughs> so you can structure yourself in a sovereign country that has a great reputation for neutrality and you can, so you can be incredibly tax efficient you can run your global business look you've got you know arguably the world's uh, best airline you've got as i already mentioned the deep water ports you've got amazing infrastructure you've got a great you, you set people up for location. success you set people up for success yeah exactly the tax structure addresses that and everything you just mentioned addresses and that. the second part of it is israeli companies who are seeking to sell themselves globally We've seen this a lot, China wanting to, to branch out to Africa. If you have a made in the UAE, a made in Dubai stamp, that adds a certain amount of credibility. That Again, that reputation of being a peaceful trading nation and so on and so on. People know it and trust it. They like to come here and, and do business. So we really are a hub. So VirtuZone, my company, we, we are deliberately, we're, we're just about to open VirtuZone CIS in Kazakhstan. Congratulations. Why? Thank you very much. Why? Kazakhstan because Kazakhstan has a number of unique agreements with China. So China coming all the way through the Middle East to Europe to Africa and of course to, to Israel. So so Israelis wanting to do that, that's one category. Then what about the people here? Yes, we can. if we threw a stone from this lovely 21st-story uh, uh, office that you have here, we could hit the fintech hub in, in DIFC. I mentioned DIFC, and I do want to say to you guys, because a lot of the, there have been some questions coming to me. We did a, a, a Zoom call with the Business Council two weeks ago. The difference between a mainland setup and a free zone setup. So the free zone setups do allow you to use common law, English law, which means that if any dispute uh, uh, arises, it can be seen not by the Sharia courts, but by essentially uh, British law. And that's right. very, very important. So people should know they can have 100% 
ownership and, and they can be using the UK law to adjudicate should that ever uh, uh, be the place. So fintech, 100%. I think that the, the majority of companies will want to come here, will want to dip their toe in the water, will not want to open up a huge, great office in the first three seconds. Of course, there are going to be some that will do right. that. But the ones that we'll can dip their toe, exactly, uh, you know, minimal manpower, etc., etc., and, and, and we can do that incredibly quickly. So that's going to be, in terms of numbers of companies, where most of it comes from management consultancy, business consultancy, digital services, etc., etc. Okay. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I apologize because we have other guests to get to. No problem. I, uh, Neil Petch, first of all, thank you for honoring us by visiting us here in this mobile studio. It's as awesome. We, as we told this story to our listeners. And <laughs> secondly, as a token of appreciation and as, as and as evidence that you were part of this historic broadcast, we are presenting to you a Nahum Siegel Network Dubai wow. 2020 t-shirt, which I'm sure you will wear to your next prominent business meeting. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and just following Thorny, I used to live in New York. And I'm a Jets fan, a Mets fan. A Jets fan, an finally! So, whatever he was saying, <laughs> go Jets. <laughs> go Jets is right. <laughs> Unfortunately for you and I, there, I know. there hasn't been much of a reason to go Jets this year. What to do? <laughs> At least it shows I'm a real fan. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. When you're rooting for a team with no wins, you are, in fact, a real fan. You Thanks for having me. A pleasure. Thank you, Neil. Thanks so much for joining us. It's much appreciated. We have more coming up here as JMM continues.